As soon as I saw Todd, I said, man, I should have grew my hair out. I wouldn't be so cold. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm struggling today for some reason being cold. Um, I guess the first thing that I want to start out with is, uh, is there anyone here that don't know our story about Belize and where God called us? Uh, I think we're all home folk, but uh, God called us into the ministry uh, back in April and has paved the way uh, all the way. And uh, what uh, you may expect me to uh, tell you what God is doing through us uh, today, but what I want you to understand is what God has done through you. Uh, We cannot, uh, we can't do what we do without you. I want to just make sure that you know that. Uh, what is God doing in Belize? Uh, as you know, uh, I was a carpenter and my wife was a, a nurse. But, uh, and... That's what we thought we were going to Belize for. <laughs> but we were ready and willing to do whatever He wanted us to do. So, we get there and uh, we're doing this and doing that and we really see the need for uh, putting roofs on and building houses and uh, feeding people and taking care of wounds and medicine and vitamins and... Uh, some of these kids and mothers that are uh, pregnant with babies have never seen a vitamin in their life. and That's really what they need to have a good, healthy life. But as God continued to um, deal with us and teach us what we really need to do, and as He began to unfold that, we realized that all these things that we do is just a tool to get to that person. But the biggest need in Belize is salvation. These people need Jesus. Uh, that's the biggest need all over the world. We can go and build a house for someone here in the States. Uh, I refl- I, as I dealt with this and my wife, we, God dealt with both of us at the same time. And it came to us all at one time and we both had to share what we were feeling. And God reminded me of uh, where I have been and where I have came from, and as He does all the time. And, you know, you go from just doing things for yourself to doing things for others. And then you build off of that and you uh, do more things for others. And then you build off of that and God takes you to that next step and then you start preaching to others and you teach others. But it doesn't matter what you do. I want you to always remember it does not matter how good a person you are if you're not telling them about Jesus. We've missed the whole thing. We need to make sure that if someone calls you a good person, 
that they know that Jesus lives within you. And that you're doing that for Jesus and for no other reason. Uh, as I begin to think about this and believe the Jehovah's Witness and the Muslims, and there's a lot of Buddhism, have moved into that area. And you know, there's a lot of people in this world that are good men and good women. And some of those good men and good women could be Buddhist people, they could be Muslims, and they could be Antichrist. It's easy to be a good person, but we need to make sure that those people that think we're good and we're good people know that we're doing it for Jesus. And that is the only reason. Uh, we have a video clip to show, and we don't want to keep you long. We know the the storms are coming and this is a busy day. Uh, I want to, Walter asked me if I would tell how my day is in Belize from the time I get up until uh, the day that, or the time that I lay down, but that would change and it would take me uh, 600 days to tell you that. Uh, because uh, I met with the former missionary that was in Belize this past week and he said I was there for 11 years. And he said, and every single day was different. And he said, and you've been there 160 days. And he said, your 160 days have been nothing like any of mine. So every single day is different. It does not matter what you do. Uh, me and Samantha have gotten in the habit of uh, asking God every morning, what do you have for me today? And how do you want me to respond to it? Uh, we have... Uh, as far as my mornings, I get up early, and uh, it's according what's on the agenda for the day. Either it's work or it's taking care of something. Uh, we uh, live on this place. We actually don't have our own home yet. Uh, we are in the works on that. But and it seems that I, we both work from six o'clock till it's time to lay our head down. Uh, one. One day I said, I just wish I had a soft chair I could sit in. The only thing soft we have to sit in is our bed. We do have a soft bed. We don't have a soft chair. We sit in plastic chairs. uh, One other thing I want to remind you, uh, a lot of people this week have said to me, thank you for your sacrifice. I want to let you know this is not a sacrifice. It is a blessing to do what we do. The hurricane, a lot of people have questions about the hurricane. The hurricane was a very humble experience. Uh, I hope I never experience another one. Uh, but it was uh, very awesome. Uh, I was able and uh, able to stay out in the hurricane 95% of the time. I was either outside in it or I was going to get people or going to other ministries checking on their situation and running people back and forth to shelter. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of damage where we were, but it was uh, God showed me His strength and His might in a, in a big way. Um, the Yami family, the ones that Kingsway sponsors, the three kids, there is five kids, so in the future there will be two more kids there uh, if anyone wants to pick those up. Uh, we went and picked them up 
uh, the day of the hurricane and brought them to stay with us. Uh, their house is very, was in very bad shape. It already had a tarp on it that was in bad shape. And uh, we just felt the need to go get them and invite them. And we fed them supper. Uh, supper time was about the time the hurricane started hitting. The wind started picking up. And we housed them that night. And the next morning, we took them home after breakfast. And uh, the mother, uh, now I want to remind you of this family. The father was killed. He was riding in the bed of a truck coming home to these five children and his wife. Uh, He had been working down south in the orange groves or the banana fields or something. But somehow he fell out out of this truck and was killed. So this mother from another country, Honduras, they had came from Honduras to Belize to find work. So this mother is raising this family, these five kids on her own, with absolutely nothing. And she is Honduran, so... It's hard for her to get anything in Belize. She's not a native of Belize. She can't get any kind of a government's uh, help. Uh, the Belize government does have help for mothers with no fathers and for elderly women. They do give them so much food on a monthly basis, uh, which, as we all know, rice and beans is the main food. Um, but she can't get this. She can. She has developed a, a way of getting some food, but not enough to feed five kids. And you always know, and I've, I've been to this house many times, and she will feed her kids a, a small portion of rice, but I have never seen her put food in her own mouth. She takes care of those kids first and foremost, and the older kids make sure that the younger kids get food before they get food. So it's very humbling to see what's going on there. Uh, after the hurricane, we took them home. Their house, the roof was gone. Uh, a lot of damage was done to the house. And, uh, I kind of patched it back together that evening and got it to where they could uh, stay in it. Uh, the rain continued to pour in. But after a few phone calls and a lot of praying, uh, God supplied the money out of Kingsway Baptist Church to buy them a home. Uh, they have a new home right next door to where they were, and we were able to buy the property so that this lady can raise her family there, and she is working on getting something so she can become a Belizean citizen. So I, I thank you for that. Uh, this family is uh, dear to us. We have done a lot for them, and they mean a lot to us. Uh, we had a team came down in North Carolina, just to let you know what I do. Uh, we are staying with Body and Soul Ministries, as in we take care of their grounds, their camp. They have a camp there, and we take care of it while no one's there. When teams come down from the States... Uh, we house them, we keep them, we take them wherever they need to go. And there is times when there is nothing to do. Uh, for instance, there's no teams coming in, but I assure you, <laughs> I'm doing something. Uh, there is other mission uh, ministries in the area, and uh, I have been uh, known as the one that can do it. So 
all these ministries, if they have a construction team coming in, they say, call Terry and let him head that team up. So I have led uh, uh, several teams. Uh, we as the ministries, right after the hurricane, uh, we took up, uh, we all sent word to get some funds for hurricane disaster relief. And we all put all that money together and was able to build six houses. And it was a blessing just to be able to work with other ministries hand in hand. Uh, you know, it's it seems that we as people don't like to work with the church next door. Uh, it, we're always butting heads. This one's got this and this one's got that. We know how that works. But in Belize, we have developed a relationship that we're all there for the same purpose, and that's what we're there for, and that's what matters. Uh, I want to show you this video, and I want to remind you again that this is what you're doing in Belize. We're just a small tool of... So that's just a small section of what we've been doing since we've been there. Uh, there is so much to do, and uh, uh, we could never, ever get it all done. But we we plan to be there until God says something else. But uh, we've made up home there. Uh, we have uh, uh, seen our future there, and we have a purpose there. We thank you, and as I said, this is what you've done in Belize. If if you have not been a part of it, ask us how you can be a part of it. Uh, we have yet to ask for money for anything, and uh, we will continue to operate that way. We do not ask for money. God supplies our needs, and He uh, uses His people for that. Uh, uh, financially, we are doing absolutely fine. Uh, the Lord has blessed us. Uh, you are doing a great job as our sending church. Uh, we are so thankful. Uh, everybody asks, what do we need? Uh, honestly, we need nothing. <laughs> uh, need and want is two different words and they have two different meanings. Uh, we need absolutely nothing. Do we want something? Yes, we want things. We want to uh, raise the funds to get in our house. Uh, as you saw the picture there, uh, we we actually live in a 12 by 14 room. Uh, it has a bathroom in it, uh, our bed in it, and we have a little a desk. With, that's where we do all of our work. That's where we live, and we are content with that until the Lord provides something else. But uh, we are... Moving forward, uh, never backing up. Uh, and uh, God has plans for us in, in all directions and in everything. We want to thank you again. Uh, my wife's going to come up and give her a uh, little bit about uh, Belize. And I think she's going to sing for you. I figured if I tried to come in here and not sing... I would get mauled on the way out the door. So, um, God's making me a little better at this part every time I get up here. And um, I honestly 
never know exactly what I'm going to say or what God's going to say through me. Um, I've had a, a lot of questions like, are you really okay? Yes, I really am okay. We are okay. Um, the trials that uh, Satan puts in our way, the obstacles that the Belize government tries to do to to slow us down or make us jump a little higher to get through their hoop or whatever it might be, all just kind of goes away and melts away when you drive through the village and you hear, Hi, Terry Samantha. Hi, Terry Samantha. And the children just, as soon as they see you, that's, that's exactly what they say. And they, Hi, Stephen. <laughs> they they, they want to make sure that you that they know your name. And then children just running outside of a fence after you've handed her mom a, a bag of rice and beans, and, and she runs around and just jumps into your arms. And it, it melts it all away, and it makes all of those hard things. And Do I miss you? Absolutely. We both do. We miss this haven. This place that we have grown and this place that we feel at home and that we get fed, that's one of the obstacles, one of the bigger obstacles that I think Terry and I have faced is that in this position, everyone's always needing something and they're always asking, even down to the pastor of the church that's right there on the compound, he, it's, it's daily. Someone always needs something, and that need will always be there. And I do not carry that as a burden whatsoever. But all of you all know that there are those times when you just need to sit back and eat and be fed. And Terry and I do our best to make that happen. And most of the time that means getting in a vehicle and driving somewhere. But we do our best to make that happen. So... If if your prayers need direction, that's one direction you can send them. Is is just the strength to give as much as necessary and and still be fed. Um, as Terry talked about, both of us have been burdened with the fact that we are not qualified, and Satan has tried to convince me with all of his might that I am totally inadequate and have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to sharing Jesus, when it comes to having the words that the teachers or the scholars or the preachers would say when it's that time to pray the prayer of salvation and when it's that time to follow up and make sure that they are in the place that they need to be. I don't feel like I can do it. But I'm thankful that my God qualifies me, that I don't have to have that first. And so that has been, you know, I went down to Belize to be a nurse. That was going to be my job. There's a clinic there. It made total sense to my brain. I was going to be a nurse. I didn't know I was supposed to be a disciple. But God calls each of us to be a disciple. It doesn't matter where you are. Or what you're doing, our job as children of God is to share with people the good news. And that's good news with a capital G and a capital N. 
Because it is awesome news. We all know the love and the peace that God gives us. Why would we not want to share that with everyone? The song I'm getting ready to sing, um, pray for me, <laughs> because it, it's, it's just, I, I'm, I just pray for me. But um, that's what it talks about, is, is the, the promise of heaven and that it's such an awesome place and about everything that John saw. And why would we not want to share that with every single person around us? And I'm still as guilty as anybody. Uh, we made a trip into Guatemala one day, and I, I, I know I shouldn't, but I beat myself up. There, there was a man begging for money. He evidently had some war wounds. He was missing a couple of limbs or parts of his limbs, and he was sitting in a wheelchair begging for money. And I just shook my head and I smiled at him, and I walked right by. You know, money I have none, but uh, the word of God, the the good news of Jesus is I should have shared it. I should have knelt down right there with him and prayed with him. So I'm still working on it. And I know that we continuously work on it through all of our days. But I challenge you to just enjoy this song and know that this is our promise. This is what all of this down here is about. And that's the only reason we do anything that we do. And yes, I'm still married to that. And yes, I still get to hear that every day. If you would, uh, let's get to a serious note. I want everyone to close your eyes and bow your head. And just listen to me just for a few minutes. I think you all know where our heart is. Uh, God has given us the strength, uh, the blessing to be able to sell everything that we own and do His work. And to go and preach and teach and be the mouth and the hands and feet of Christ. And the question that I want to ask you this morning is, are you ready for that city that Samantha spoke about? Are you ready for that city? It's free. It don't cost nothing. Christ came, died for all of us, not just me. All those nails and that spear had every one of our names on it, not just mine, not just yours, everyone's. And you may say, yes, I know Christ this morning, and I want to ask you, are you doing all that you can do for Him? You know, life is a decision. Everything about life is a decision. It's up to you what you do with it. Whether you want God to bless you, it's your decision. And you may be one of those that comes to church on Sunday morning and you don't see them again till the next Sunday morning. I pray that you will seek God and that you will seek His direction. Jesus came down and lived on this earth. He went through exactly what you're going through. Uh, There's nothing that you are going through or will ever go through that He did not go through. He knows your hurts. He knows your pains. He knows them all. But He still chose to die for you and for me. 
Today may, might be the day that you need to make that decision. You may need to decide to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. And this might be the day that you need to decide to start living your entire life, everything about yourself for Him. The decision is yours. And I ask you, do not waste your life. It's a short life. Do not waste your life. The altar is open. Uh, Todd will be here. Uh, we want to thank you again for what you do for Christ. We want to thank you for uh, trusting in us and having faith in us even though we're very, very imperfect and will always be imperfect, but I promise we are bought with the blood and we will strive to do all that we can do. This is our journey and I pray that you'll find your journey. Uh, every one of you have uh, a purpose. It don't matter how old you are, it don't matter how young you are, you're still living and you're breathing and God has a purpose for you today. And I pray that you will seek Him and find your purpose. God sent His Son. They called Him Jesus. He came to love, heal and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives because He lives. I confess to He lives All fear is gone Because I know Yes, I know He holds my future And life is worth The living just because he lives and then one day I'll cross the river I'll fight life's final war people come forward with every pain. single time that we speak and then as death and it's a joy to me that people want to come forward to be prayed for. People want to come forward and lay things at the altar. I pray that if you're hurting today, that you will leave it here. You can't carry it on your own. Your shoulders are heavy. I pray that you will 
leave it all here. I carried lots of things with me for several years. And it took one day of God really smacking me for me to all, just to lay it all down. Please don't leave here without knowing the Savior today. If you would all stand and let's sing together. Because he lives, because he lives, I can face tomorrow, because he lives, all fear is gone, Because he lives.